Enjoy hearing the recordings of the A Different Kind of Walk blog. Judgment Day. Hasta la vista, baby. Okay, actually, I'm practicing my Spanish because, yes, our Camino push trip is not canceled but postponed, and we leave in seven months on June 12th. Um, so I'll be praying about that. I'm very excited, and um, both Thomas and Gil. Uh, get to go along for the push, which I am thrilled about. So be praying about that and listen to me as I try to say hasta la vista, baby. Um, not like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but um, I've never seen that movie, but I certainly know the saying. So here are some of my thoughts for the day. How can you stand that person? This is a question I have been asked numerous times throughout all the years of my life. From the teenage years through adulthood, I would be challenged on another person's worthiness. It could drive some people crazy. That crazy behavior didn't send me over the edge. And let me tell you, after 35 years in professional ministry, I've run into my fair share of crazy behavior from church members to those in the community. But it's just not in my nature. I can honestly say I've never disliked anyone. I've never felt I hate that person. I didn't realize it in the early years, but as people presented more challenging behavior, my attitude was, everyone has a story. I didn't need to know their story to understand that stuff comes out, sometimes in very messy and hurtful ways. But that has never led me to hate someone. I don't even like typing the word hate. Do I judge people? Of course. Of course I judge people. And I've learned to trust my blink, as Malcolm Gladwell writes in his book by the same name. Trust your gut. Trust those first 30 seconds. Is this a person with good intentions? Is this person capable or called to do the job? Is this person so lost in their story that they are not to be trusted? Is this person seeking? Is this person confronting? Is this person genuinely offering help or genuinely needing help? Yes, I judge people, but not with a gavel, with wisdom and with mercy. Do I get it correct? If I pay attention to that blink, 
and don't let my desire to think the best of everyone get in the way. We all make judgments. We make them in our relationships, parenting, and careers. Not only is it necessary, it's important. In one of my churches, we hired a person for a program position. A search committee was put together, skills and desires were expressed, and many resumes were sent in. I looked at one that had a person serving in 15 positions in the same time that I had served in four. I put it in the no pile in my recommendations to the committee. Blink. But someone connected to the church told the committee what a great person they were. And in short, the person was hired. On the first day, I scheduled a get-to-know-you-better meeting. One of the first things the person said to me was, I'm not really a program person. Ugh, gut drop. The person was gone in under two years. Two years that were spent displaying that they were not a program person. At another church, two people addicted to drugs by their own admission came into my office needing financial assistance. Blink. I helped them. Other staff members felt like I was being played. But that request turned into three-year journey with a little financial assistance, but mainly it turned into a redeeming relationship, which included a new baby, helping to move a number of times, visits to prison, listening and encouraging, relapses, direction to addiction help, and a relationship where they learned to trust me, trust the church, and trust God. I still pray for them, not knowing where they are. We have an election coming up. I receive a ballot to mail in because of my disability. Most of the votes this year were for judges. That was always a tough one for me. I used to just vote by my party, but Things changed when I met my son Barrett's future, now present, in-laws. They are both judges in Houston. I learned much from them about their election process. I take it more seriously now. I googled each judge's website that was on the ballot, read them, and made my choices. Those were judgments. Surprisingly, there were a few county positions that no one was running for, including Constable. I put my name in as a write-in candidate. I'll keep you apprised. One Sunday afternoon, when the boys were young, Patty and I took them to a park in our town where a number of homeless people spent the day. It was after church, and we had made about 30 bag lunches to hand out. 
One man in a long leather trench coat came walking straight towards me. He said, you are a pastor. I immediately felt a darkness, an evil presence. I spoke to him for about one minute as I was praying within my soul for him and for the protection of my family. Like a daddy swan, I spread my wings wide, protecting Patty and the boys from the man, and I got us out of the park. That was a deep spiritual judgment. We went to a different park to hand out the rest of the lunches. But the real, heavy thought I am pondering here is one that concerns the reality of heaven and hell. I have served with people who are good, kind, and thoughtful, full of grace, and I have looked evil in the eye, most distinctly spiritually. Scripture makes it clear from the beginning to the end that there are those who desire to honor and walk with God and there are those who reject God's presence, grace, and reality. So, how do we know who fits into each group? How do we judge who fits within each of these groups? The answer is simple. We don't. It is not our responsibility to be the judge. When we look in the character of God, our God who is just and merciful, I can tell you there are theology classes all over the world that struggle through the specifics of the arguments and the theological avenues. The great news is that we have never been called to be the judge. As people of Christian faith, we are called to be God's pulpit to the world concerning Jesus' love and mercy and desire to be in relationship with all humanity. If you are reading or hearing this from a worldview that is not Christian, that last statement may surprise you. Surveys of those without a Christian worldview pull a common thread throughout their answers. Christians are judgmental. Ugh. Let me tell you, that reality grieves me to my soul, and it should deeply disturb each Christ follower. Welcoming, gracious, loving, inspiring, encouraging, justice seekers, caregivers to humanity, these are just a few of the expressions that I would hope would come of survey answers. So let's get to work and make change. Let's make some good noise and 
good trouble for God, Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As for me, and the question of heaven and hell, God has given me good peace, calm, and confidence that the relationship I have been called into with God is an eternal one. Not only is this type of relationship described in Christian scriptures, the Bible, it also comes from my holy encounters with the presence of God. Both the small little moments and the most especially dynamic ones, life-changing and inspiring moments. How is it that I can stand any person? Because there is no way that I can think I am better or more worthy than any person throughout the world. Everybody has a story. Let's listen.